Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Family Sanctuary, a show that inspires living the gospel message in word and deed within our families. And now, Family Sanctuary with host Peggy Hartshorn. Welcome to our program, Family Sanctuary, focusing on life-giving relationships and the family. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn, Chairman of Heartbeat International, that advances life-affirming pregnancy help around the world, and we're now in over 60 countries. So today, we have, I think you will find, a fascinating show, a powerful program for you, and I'll introduce our guest in just a minute. Uh, But we're focusing today on the challenges and the support and hope that we can provide for single mothers. Um, You probably have heard that over 40% of the children born today are born to single mothers in the United States, and 25% of all children being raised today are being raised by single mothers. And as I was looking at this, uh, we are actually have the highest percentage in the world in in our country of children being raised by single parents. not far behind us are Ireland, New Zealand, Canada, and the UK. And it's kind of telling, isn't it, that some of the major first world countries supposedly have, have really been failing in, in, in providing that beautiful two-parent family that God has intended for our children. But it happens, and, uh, and, and there is hope. There's support and there's hope. And many of God's people are rallying around moms and babies to make sure that they have the kind of hope and support that they need to be raised in really loving families. So do you wonder what becomes of the many single mothers and their children that are in our communities today? Mothers who uh, not only are without a husband to help and support the family, but sometimes even without that extended family. And perhaps their families have not been the sanctuaries of life that God intended. And so these moms have no healthy role models sometimes to help them. Um, and they've suffered trauma or deep hurts in their own lives. So how can they overcome these obstacles? And uh, is it inevitable that their children will suffer the same problems? And will these problems continue into the next generation? Well, I think you'll be happy to know that there is hope, of course, and there's always hope and concrete support available. Redemption is available. And our guest today to talk to us about these issues and give us some powerful, hopeful examples is Monica Flynn. Monica, welcome to the program. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad to to uh, have you sharing your story because it is such a powerful story of hope and healing and redemption for these moms and uh, opportunities for our listeners to um, even become involved in something like this if God is calling you. So Monica is uh, married to Kevin. How many years have you been married, Monica? 30 years. Wow. Going Congratulations. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and you have five children. And uh, I understand two grandchildren who have been born and Claire, who's on the way. Yes, yes. (laughs) That's wonderful. And you were a member of St. Paul's Parish for 20 years. 20 plus years in Westerville, yes. And and now have have moved to St. John Newman. Correct. Yeah. So it's wonderful to have you as our guest today and to hear a little bit about what has God been doing in your life and uh, calling you to this to this powerful work with with single moms and their children? Um, what really 
tuned you in to the the needs of of these single moms obviously you're in, in an intact family um uh, and and it, it's not your personal story but what really moved your heart for these I, single I moms i tell you when i look back over the uh last 30 years of my marriage um it is amazing how i am doing the work that i'm doing uh today that god has called me to do um, raising five children and having um, being blessed with a husband that I could stay at home and wanting to give back, I began volunteering at a local pregnancy health center on their hotline um, and was able to pull that into my home so I could give back to the community, um, was very pro-life, and just over the course of 10, 12, 15 years of counseling women, became personally bothered um, and perplexed how we as a pro-life community don't do anything for these women that are so courageous to cho- to choose life. Um, and me referring these young ladies, um, hoping that they will choose life. I know that once that baby is born, they are going to have such a difficult time raising that child uh, as a single mother. So right. we had to do more. We just had to do more. Well, and of course, pregnancy centers usually do have follow-up programs. I know you were with PDHC. Correct. And uh, pregnancy centers do have follow-up programs for their moms. And, of course, they keep in phone contact. They often have have parenting classes. Right. Uh, and and support as much as they can. Correct. But you were noticing that some of these women just needed more they extensive. They more hand-holding. Mm-hmm. Um, we could give these young ladies, we are in Franklin County, such a rich community with with what we have to offer. Um, Resources not only, for yeah, single, single Yeah, and but they don't follow through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these women really needed that mother figure, something that I would be providing for not only my da- daughter giving her a phone number, but bringing her, bringing her there. Mm. Um, these women just needed more one-on-one, hand-holding, um, something beyond just what I was able to do as a volunteer at, at as a volunteer um, hotline counselor. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know felt that we just needed to develop a program that allowed uh, women who they themselves are mothers can pair up with these women who are now single mothers and really be that mentor or that um, surrogate mother, per se, to show them the way. Hmm. Um, The mothers in our program thirst for somebody to dote all over their children. Like you mentioned, I have grandchildren and daily I am FaceTiming with them and um, getting the videos and um, seeing them, the baby coo. They don't have that. They don't have their the extended, the, the extended family mm-hmm. to call and say, look at my baby to celebrate that life. And mm-hmm. we needed to, we are that for them. Yeah. So, so really now you're the executive director of an organization called Mommies Matter. Correct. And your website is mommiesmatter.org. Yes. We'll give that again at the end of the program. So tell us about, because of the needs that you saw and the stories you heard as a hotline person, uh, sometimes people not even going to a pregnancy center, but, but calling and then slipping through the cracks to a, to a certain extent, and yet they were continuing that pregnancy. They were going to have that child, but they needed a whole lot of, of help and support. So tell us about what Mommy's Matter has been able to provide. And you mentioned a one-on-one sure. uh, support relationship, mm-hmm. right? Well, it, it it we do dovetail services um, quite nicely with with the local pregnancy health centers, um, even for the women that are still. Uh, 
grappling with if they want to give birth and, and carry this baby to term. A, a woman is going to choose abortion be really primarily for two reasons. Um, a lack of that emotional support. Again, there's nobody in their in their lives. There's, there's no healthy influence that's saying you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lack of financial resources. So if we can enter into that woman's life d- while she's discerning if she's going to even carry that baby, we can break down those barriers that she feels like why she can't have have the child. Mm-hmm. And um, I know for a fact, from my experience in pregnancy help centers too, that sometimes uh, a woman says she's going to continue the pregnancy and intends at that point to continue the pregnancy. But then a couple months later, she could be abandoned by the father of the correct. child or by her family or yes. a crisis occurs and all of a sudden abortion is back in the picture. Correct. Right. So if we can meet with her during that um, pivotal time of her pregnancy and then walk along with her in addition to the resources and the help, help that she's getting at the, from um, the counselor or whoever she's met with from the, the pregnancy health center, that's one more layer of support for mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. that hopefully will allow her to continue that pregnancy and, and choose to parent or perhaps even adopt. Um, as some of them are discerning if that's a, a, the choice that, they, that they'd that like to make. But we are there when she has the baby. Many of these women don't have that support person even during birth. So we're there with her during the birth. Um, we've thrown her a baby shower um, to fill, you know, all the needs that she may need to bring that new child into the world. Um, We then cook her the meals. I mean, I can't tell you how many meals my mom provided me after I had children, you know, (laughs) cooked meals. So we're cooking her meals for a few weeks. And this this isn't necessarily the first pregnancy. So there's um, many clients have six, seven, eight children already. And so that would be, again, another reason that they would choose to eliminate the pregnancy because they can't do it again alone. And we like to say, you're not doing it alone. We are with you. Um, beyond the uh, the time that she's had the baby and throughout this relationship already, we get together as a group. Um, we Twice a month, we call them our enrichment gatherings. Um, they become to... Um, learn and see that they're not alone, that they're somebody right across the table that that has chosen life too, and that together that we're walking this journey of, of single motherhood. So it's not just the volunteers in the program that are providing that hope. Correct. It's, it's peers. It's, it's peers. And right. they become such a strong support system for each other. Um, so now you, so part of the program is meeting a couple of times a month, you said. Correct. Uh, do you use a church to meet? We do. Mm-hmm. Um, Life Church at Easton is where we meet. Um, the pastor and his wife, Pastor Chuck, are extremely supportive of our mission. Um, and again, it's it's such a beautiful mission of pro-love, pro-woman. Um, it can really cross the whole debate of pro-choice, you know, pro-life, that debate that we, of course, in this nation encounter daily. Um it, we we cross that. That doesn't matter. We we are there to love these women and to love these babies. And in loving the woman, um, we, she becomes to feel valued. And we know that through loving her, because we do love her, that she then finds that love for that child that she doesn't think she otherwise ha- would have the capacity to. So it's a beautiful win-win for everybody. Those mm-hmm. evenings, um, really, we feel as though we are a family. We eat together. Uh, we share our spiritual journals. It is very much Christian-based. They're going to hear about their relationship with Christ if there is one, or, and explore it because it's, if it, they already have that relationship, correct. correct. Mm-hmm. And then we always have guest speakers. 
um, that share their testimony. Many times women um, that are single moms themselves, post-abortive women, women that have been trafficked, single dads. Um, The theme is what was their life like before they entered into a relationship with Christ? And then now what is it like? Um, the troubles so the don't go away. Yes. And, and those troubles mm-hmm. don't go away. Um, but with Christ now in their lives, we can do it. Um, wow. So it's a really, it's a beautiful, beautiful evening. Sure. That he is the reason for our hope. He is Absolutely. the reason for our hope. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's, that's beautiful. The, the kinds, of, and we're going to be talking in a few minutes, I think, about some of the actual moms that you've been able to help. But our guest for this program, our program's called Support and Hope for Single Mothers. And our guest is Monica Flynn. She and her husband, Kevin, have been married for uh, 30 years, have, have five children, two grandchildren, one on the way. They're from uh, St. John Newman Parish. And Monica is the executive director of a relatively new program uh, in our diocese called Mommies Matter. And you can uh, find more about them on mommiesmatter.org. So all mommies matter. Obviously, that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. All mommies. And when they recognize that they matter. Yes. <laughs> they matter to Jesus. Yes. Uh, first of all, they matter to God, and they need to understand that that they have a worth. Yes. That's what we've been talking about, that these moms, they've been from such often hurtful or dysfunctional relationships. And, no and people pretty, in their lives who really are expressing that true love for them that sometimes they don't recognize their own worth, and then they can't convey worth to their child. Correct. Mm-hmm. These women, um, most of them, if not all, probably have endured trauma since they were in utero. Um, and that trauma affects their development. They only know what they know. And and the wonderful allies who are our volunteers, uh, we see these women, our sisters in Christ, and it's not, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I spoke of some have many children and that they should know how to prevent that. It, it's not about that. It's it's what happened to you. And a big part of the program, um, we do say every mother is a gift to her child. GIFT is the acronym of the services that we provide. Um, that group support is the G with the allies and those enrichment gatherings. Um, we have volunteers that anonymous, anonymously send cards of encouragement. And these women are just astounded that people that don't even know them love them. Hmm. And so they do begin to really feel that that self-worth um, and that dignity and um, the beautiful women that God created them they to be. feel the love of God through us, yes. through those who God has put around them. And that's, yes. that's the way it should be. Yes. Obviously, that's the way we know that's that's really the focus of our program, that it's within the family, the sanctuary of the family, that we do experience and begin to know that we are loved right. and loved by God. And so many of these women don't have that from their family from the beginning. And so it's wonderful that, of course, there's always hope, there's always redemption with the Lord, that he empowers us uh, to be able to convey his love. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Um so tell me just a little bit, maybe um, it might be interesting to some of our listeners, what we now know about trauma, when people experience trauma in their lives and the kinds of trauma and what that really does to their brains and, and how we have to respond when someone's been through trauma. Tra- trauma definitely physically affects the brain. So it's affecting how they um, 
mature and relate to other people. So we may have a, a mom in our program who's 28 or 30, but she's acting like a 15-year-old. Um, she really has been stunted in that emotional growth by that trauma. And as I began to say, the GIFT is the acronym of our program. That T is that trauma therapy. Hmm. All of our clients, we um, have relationships with local therapists that if she um, isn't on Medicaid or can't afford it, we will pay for it. She needs pay to be for get, that care. Absolutely. She needs to be, be able to heal from that trauma and understand why she chooses to be drawn into these toxic relationships. Um, she will lack the ability to set boundaries. And in helping her start to work through those pains, um, you know, poverty is, is traumatic for a woman, for anybody, your day in, day out of how to survive. So just dealing with those traumas and helping her to sort through that, then she will be healthy enough to then hopefully break the cycle, um, change the way she would have otherwise parented this child, and so they can just grow and learn and understand um, and enter into healthier relationships. So so trauma care, and sounds like professional trauma care when needed, is really part of the program. Correct, yes. So tell me again, what does the acronym GIFT stand for? So the group support okay. is from that allies and those enrichment gatherings um, that they're going to get the emotional support from their, their fellow members in that group. Um, the I is going to be the individualized assistance and long-term goal planning. Life is tough. They're facing evictions. They have broken cars. The real life day-to-day ins and outs. That's, that's beyond that emotional support that the ally or the volunteer is going to provide. So we have what we call the family advocate. She is, uh, like a case manager. She's going to actually meet with the women, come up with a three month plan. What goals can we work towards? Is that employment? And again, they're pregnant. So when do we look for employment? How do we go about the housing? And she's the one that's really holding their hand to the community resources that are out there. Um, with that comes financial needs. Um, cars are breaking. Uh, we need rent. Uh, we had a client who graduated from nursing school and didn't have the $800 to sit for the exam so she could practice as a nurse. So we're going to pay for that that fee so she can actually um, move forward and we can launch her into being um, more on her on her own, on her, on, her, on her feet and to contribute to society in the way that God intends her to be. And then the T finally, again, is that trauma therapy. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And I'm just thinking in my own experience of working with pregnant girls through the years, uh, my husband and I started housing pregnant girls in 1974, and we had 12 through the years, um, six of whom became single moms. One of those six uh, got married fairly soon after that, and six of them made adoption plans. But I can remember the, the and of course, bringing a person into your family, the family is providing the kinds of care that you were that you were describing, that Mommy's Matter is able to provide with uh, kind of, in a sense, a surrogate family. But uh, it, it always amazed me that the little things that we would take for granted in our, in our own family, that these girls just could not provide, it wasn't provided for them. Um, for instance, I bet when you and your husband first uh, rented your first apartment, it's possibly one of your parents who said, well, okay, you need two months' rent. You need the down payment plus right. your month's rent. We'll lend you that money Correct. for the down payment. Yes. yes. <laughs> Some people can't rent an apartment because right. they don't have enough for the deposit as well as a first month's rent. Those things, or who's going to co-sign? 
you know, on your car loan, let's say. Um, Those things we just take for granted in our families today. But just they're so difficult for some people to get past these things and even find a, a place to live and be able to provide that down payment, for example. The things we just take for granted. Well, even easier, easier than that is that the AAA membership, the car breaks down and you call your AAA. You know, right. these young ladies, that's no, that's not even on the radar. So right. um, hooking up a wash and dryer. I mean, mm-hmm. we have volunteers, the, the spouses of our allies that can go and help out. So there is room for men um, to help with, with our ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yes, wonderful. there's just uh, so many things we take for granted that we just assume that they... Um, have and they do not. Sure. So you've been able to find some phenomenal partners in the community that have a heart also for single moms that have been able to provide things. I think you mentioned to me someone, we mentioned the car, who can provide economical or sometimes volunteer car services. Yes, I can make a shout out to Buyers um, Auto over there. They have been very helpful with our moms, whether in helping them um, the maintenance of their car or the purchase of a car. You know, we trusted Christian uh, salespeople that really will um, hold their hands and, and help a woman to pick mm-hmm. out a car that's that can be that safe. Works. Yeah, <laughs> that can be safe and won't break down before the, she, she drives it off the lot. Um, Child care, I think, is a, is a big issue, isn't it? We do have a relationship, yes, with um, a, a couple who owns a, a few child care centers in the area. Whether it's employment for our moms or care for the children, they are uh, more than willing to uh, hold their hands and, and make mm-hmm. that work. Mm-hmm. Um, just wonderful, even ter- relationship with churches. Um, uh, Angie and um, Michelle from St. Pat's, uh, they have their Little Flower Showers, uh, with the Respect Life Group. I believe they were in the Catholic Times this past week sure. or so. But every once a month, they will throw a shower for um, a, a mother expecting, and they have done a number of them for our moms. That's amazing. Um, and, you know, it just, uh, I'm, I'm thinking people listening to the program may think, well, I don't know that I could do a one-on-one support. I don't know that I could be an ally. I'm not sure. Uh, but maybe they have a service. Maybe they know a business. Maybe they um, have some kind of resource that they would be able to offer yes that just might be perfect right for a particular woman and that individualized plan you need very specific things for specific clients we do and and even um going back to the enrichment evening to pull one of those evenings off there's at least 20 volunteers that are involved each time 20 to 30 the child care we provide child care for the babies and the the other children Um, we provide them a home-cooked meal so providing meals um we would, you know, people that can maybe transport the mom if the ally can't pick her up to just bring her, be that, be that Uber, you know, that mommy's matter <laughs> Uber. Um, we need shower, uh, baby shower hosts. Michelle and, and Angie can't do all of them. So, so we, other parishes, other parishes, yes, mm-hmm. or a book club or, um, um, walking with purpose group. You know, we just have a need for, um, uh, baby shower hosts, um, always child care providers, speakers. We all have a story and somebody perhaps that is listening to this show and they themselves have overcome um, adversity. They're a single parent or were at, at some time. And what was their life like before 
they had a relationship with Christ, um, to be able to come in and speak with our, our, our women. Um, always putting on events. If you like to throw a party for fundraising events, we have room for you there too. So, <laughs> so you're supported, I bet, I bet, solely from private donations. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that's, isn't it amazing how God's people will step forward when they know there's a need and, uh, of course, God's out there inviting us all the time to share his love. And what a great opportunity for for people to step forward. So, Monica, we only got a couple minutes left. Is there anything you'd like to share, even from your own story, of of how this transforms lives? Well, I just, you know, we our little tagline is, we're not about giving birth, but giving life. And we really are. We're giving life to that unborn child. We're giving life to that mother. We're giving life to our society because um, as many times we walk away from these enrichment gatherings or the one-on-one relationships, we often ask ourselves, who's 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 helping who and who's um, <laughs> getting more from this program? Um, together, it is a sisterhood. And when we enter into relationship with these women who so courageously choose life, um, we learn and grow so much from them. Yeah. So you and the volunteers, the people who are providing the services, uh, the allies who are the one-on-one mentors uh, are growing and and seeing the love of, of Christ. One thing I love that to talk about is is the idea of, for me, has been a much, much closer relationship with the Lord by seeing what he does how he transforms life, how, lives, how he provides the resources. You just don't know what, how can we provide this for this client? And then it appears it, it, yeah. over <laughs> God and over moves and over somewhere. again. So God is in charge. He really is making this happen through you, through the volunteers, through the resources. And so it's a tremendously faith building experience, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's wonderful to be part of his work, part of his plan. Yes. So Monica, we really thank you for being with us today, thank for you, sharing the story of Mommy's Matter and uh, the, how God is calling his people to assist these women and their babies. And uh, please, if you're interested, look at mommiesmatter.org. And you are listening today to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with archives at stgabrielradio.com under Family Sanctuary. We're streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. And our program is broadcast at 4 o'clock every Saturday and 2 o'clock on Sundays. So please join us again to strengthen our families and make them sanctuaries of life as God intended. Family Sanctuary is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Family Sanctuary with Peggy Hartshorn are available at stgabrielradio.com.